You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. Uh, Yeah, so today we're going to talk about uh, liability uh, waivers and releases. So I think last December, when we were heading into the new year, I talked about um, a specific type of liability waiver and release. Um, It was a pre-event release, which is used when you are operating a gym or your personal trainer. Um, So that is always forward-looking. So it's a document that you sign that says, I understand that I'm partaking in, the, in this event at my own risk. Should something happen, I will not sue you. Uh, today, what we're going to discuss is a different type. Um, it is a post-event liability waiver and release. And if you have been in corporate America, you've probably seen this language in the form of a severance package. Uh, essentially states that you are waiving all claims against the person that is um, also a party to the, the waiver and release. Um, it, it's used to make sure that once the relationship is done or once you've entered into a settlement, that there are no further claims that you can bring against them, no further damages that you can try and hold them accountable for. And typically the language says both for known and unknown um, uh, claims that, that, may, that they may have uh, and also for claims that may arise in the future based on events that have happened in the past. Now, if you are operating a business, if you are in um, any sort of um, uh, service-based industry, you should think about, if you don't already have this, you should think about having one of these liability waiver and releases on deck. And the reason you should is because when you are in business, you form, um, as is always mentioned, a lot of different business relationships. And these business relationships end at some point in time. Now, when, if you're working with contractors or if you have employees and the business relationship is ending not on a good note, uh, it is often worth it and or it's often worth it for you to end that relationship and bring finality to that relationship by mutually agreeing to part ways and either to not sue each other or if one party feels aggrieved to, uh, to, to find some sort of common ground right then and there and then enter, enter into a liability release. Now, uh, if you are on the end where you know that you've done something wrong and you want to try and nip it in the butt uh, just, to pre- just to prevent from any um, you know, further damages that, this, that the other person may, uh, may realize, uh, to prevent that other person from sitting on their rights. Uh, so in, in law, you know, we have the statute of limitations. So for instance, breach of contract, uh, you can bring a claim for breach of contract up to 10 years later. So if you breach a contract uh, and that relationship ends, you don't want to look over your shoulder for the next 10 years wondering if that person is actually going to bring a lawsuit based on that breach. So um, so enter into uh, a, essentially a settlement saying that you'll, you'll pay X or you'll do Y. Uh, and in exchange for you doing X or paying X or doing Y, you, uh, well, the, the person uh, receiving the benefit agrees not to come and sue you, not to bring any claims against you, um, not to hold you accountable for any other damages that they may realize based on the relationship that you all had. Now, if you 
enter into one of these agreements and you have a liability waiver and release, don't forget about it. Use it. Currently in the middle of a situation where a client of mine was uh, well, had a case a while back, and um, within that case, uh, we, well, now looking back through the case, realized that the representation that this individual had at the time completely overlooked a liability release that was signed that would have, um, that, that would have, <laughs> it would have cut the, the it would have cut the end judgment in half. Um, and when I say cut the end judgment in half, I'm, I'm talking by uh, half a mil. Wow. So, yeah. So, so, so now, so now you're, you're, so you're talking about situations where um, liability waivers and releases could save you a million dollars. And if you utilize them right, and if you, uh, and if you remember that you have them, um, then it can protect you in situations where other folks will still try to come after you. Um, and within the liability and waiver release, as was in this one that was not executed on, um, there was a clause stating that if the individual brought a lawsuit in, um, in breach of the release, then that person would be liable for all of the damages, um, court costs, attorney's fees that came along with trying to defend that. Now, again, you're talking about a huge swing within this one case, but it happens on a, a pretty consistent basis where people either forget or they draft liability waivers that are unenforceable or they, um, or they just don't draft any at all. And they, they sit back and they play the hope and wish game. They hope it, they hope that nobody's going to come after them. Um, and then some people wish somebody would, uh, but you, you, need to operate from a sense of finality and a sense of predictability when you're in business to the extent possible because every entrepreneur knows it, that you uh you can't predict the future um and and nothing is set in stone you're always being flexible to the circumstances and circumstances and situations but um to the extent that you can control the way that relationships end to the extent that you can control the possibility of future lawsuits or claims being brought against you um, and protecting yourself in, in a way that will allow you to move forward without having to continue to look over your shoulder. You need to really, really take that into account. And, um, and like I said, if you have employees and you're letting employees go, that you definitely need one. If you're hiring contractors and, and vendors, um, it's always good to just have one on deck just in case you need it. Once again, this has been Legally Binding brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.